What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 80. That sounds a big deal. That sounds like a big deal to me. No, we're getting old, fam. I know, I know. I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. Trill Mongo. Not really. I'm still going Trill Mongo. Nah, it's not happening. And, of course, the... Oh, you smack him. Hmm. Wait for that. Nah. Wade Blogs. <laughs> Joining me as always, the gang is back in the building. Um, always Ari. Ari's in the building. I am here in Kashmir. <laughs> Not really. Okay, my bad. <laughs> um, happy Father's Day, belated. Belated? You can say that. Belated to y'all fathers out there in Uncut Nation. Yeah, by the time they hear this, it'll be belated. So yeah, you can say that. Okay, all the father figures, brothers, uncles, daddies to a dog. I don't know. Just fatherly figure it out there. No. And also, (laughs) from Parts Unknown again. Parts Unknown. G is here. Before I continue, happy Father's Day to G. Thank you. Same to you, sir. Thank happy you, Father's Day to G and Happy Father's Day to Wade. Thank you, Thanks, Happy thank Father's Day uh, to Nightmare for standing in for me as hey, well. Nightmare. Yeah, Nightmare. And Benny. Up. Yeah, shout out to the whole gang. Happy Father's Day to all of us. And Actually, um, what's the other guy? All of the, Nate. All of the official, unofficial, official members. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually posted on um, I posted on my Facebook that I actually know more single fathers who have custody of their kids than I do single mothers these days. That's dope. I mean... That, that's very dope. Yeah, the, the narrative is, change, is changing. Right. So, um, everybody's feeling good? Feeling good? We all feeling good? Feeling good? Feeling great? Feeling, feeling great? How are you? Outcast. You feeling what? Hot. I'm I'm mean, it's pretty hot outside. It is very hot outside. Alright, so now with that being said, let's go ahead and get into what we like to call the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. No? Too much? <laughs> too much? Okay. <laughs> Alright, so so a little behind the scenes working for y'all guys here. Okay. Um Every week, I get a list of topics for us. I try to have it done by Friday-ish, Saturday-ish. Ish. And call it the rundown. That's what we talk about every week on the show, Uncut Nation. So this week, the first topic, of course, was my favorite living artist, Nasia Other than Tupac. I said living. I did oh, say living. you did, you did. My okay. favorite living artist, Nasia yeah, Jones. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. So Nas dropped his album finally. Calls it Nasir, which is his name. Um, it, it follows the good music imprint. Seven songs. It's about a good 20 minutes. Um, I tweeted this. I said, the feeling I get listening to Nasir's al- Nasir album double entendre if necessary with, with Pusha T album it was seven songs mm-hmm. but it felt really short it felt well, like yeah. it needed some more 
meat on the bone, so to speak. Okay. With Nas, it feels right. Well, that's because one of the songs was like seven minutes. That's, it was not seven minutes. It was sure. seven minutes. It was, it was a long song. It was seven minutes. Um, but that's like the best song out. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And maybe and I did the same thing on Pusha T. Um, I listened, of course, and I put the, the album on repeat. So, you know, when you finish the last song, it starts with the, new, the first song. With Push, you can kind of tell the album is starting over again. With Nas, it's just the continuity of the album. It just it just flows. And I firmly admit I'm a Nas fan, so take this for what it's worth. But the album, to me, it's, it's, it might be the best good music release so far out of this little rollout they're doing. Now, I haven't heard um, Kanye's album. I haven't heard Cudi and Ye's album. But out of the album so far. I don't know either one of them at this point, so. Yeah, I have I no. I care less to hear albums. Yeah, I have, I have no plans on hearing either one of those albums. But to me, this this Nas, um, I don't use this phrase often because we live in such an ADD society and everything is so microwave and, and everybody wants everything right now. But I will say, I feel like this may be a classic album. Hmm. Once again. So um, I, have, I have a question. Though. Shoot. Is this the, the album... That's been done since Khaled, or is this a whole new album? Now that's a good question because we know two years was it two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, about two to three years ago, Nas' album was done. Yeah, Khaled had released a single on Nas' album done. But here's the thing we know about Nas: we know of Nas's history. He always has a bunch of leftover tracks. So I mean, it's true because Illmatic he wrote. When, what, when he was like 16 and then he didn't get released till he was like 18, 19. I mean, think about he just had a notebook full of rhymes. Yeah. He, he, literally, he literally had a song called Book of Rhymes where he just okay. had shit that he's just going through. Exactly. Think about the Lost Tapes. Nas has have released an album called Lost Tapes of Songs he just never released. And Nas, yeah, that's a dope album. Nas, for what it's worth, I think Nas may be the most bootlegged artist of of all time. You said what? He may be the most bootlegged artist of all time. I mean, because I hear, I see people with copies of a Nas album, and it's like a complete different set of songs. I'm like, these are not even the songs on a real album. (laughs) Like, we don't have the same album. (laughs) Where you get yours from? And and it happens like every album with Nas. Yeah, it's like. Your the, the track, the bootleg track list, and the real track list are two different track lists. Yeah. So, I, I, besides Pac, which a funny situation. Well, I think, I'll, I'll be one hundred percent honest. As as I would like to be, I don't know if I can give him the number one title or the most bootleg artist. Because when Jay drops some shit, Jay Jay get bootleg heavy too. I and I hate, I hate to bring up Jay because it feels like, you know, they're forever tied together, like the whole Big and Pac situation. And I really would love to give them the, the individual credit, but they seem tied together at this point. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll get to Jay in a moment because, once again, they are tied together. But I do want to respect Esco's star and just speak on, on, on this album. Now, I understand 
are you said you haven't had a chance to listen to, to digest the entire album yet, uh, right? I'm about to say you pointing at me for no. I'm just talking. I'm talking to you. That's oh, why. I, I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you said you haven't had a chance to listen to the whole album. Well, listen and digest two different things. Yeah. <laughs> um. I listened to like three songs. So from the three songs, you could peruse. How do you feel about the album so far? It's real dope. Um, I had to, the reason I said three, I listened to four songs, but I went back and listened to the first one. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, what? Okay, I'm going to listen to like, just like when I listened to Fabs and Mixtape, I had to do it twice. Right. So in this situation, I'm going to have to like shut down or be cleaning the house or something and I'm like really listening. Yeah. But out of the songs I did listen to, it's mad dope. What about you, G? Have you had a chance to digest the album yet? No, I haven't had an opportunity to digest it. It's been a busy couple of busy couple of days, but you know, it's a prelude to we'll be definitely gonna get to eventually. Um that's definitely streaming for the next two weeks. Yeah, I I think and this is synonymous with the whole good music rollout. I think we're gonna set this in like every good music album we talk about. The album is 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 too short. Like as I said earlier, it feels good. It feels organic. It feels like seven songs is a good number. But I wouldn't object to maybe two or three more songs. Like ten. Yeah, I think ten. I think ten is a good solid number. You give me an album with ten songs, and I'll be happy. I yeah. mean, the more the merrier, of course. But I think 10 That's is why a, I said 10 to 12. Yeah, I think 10 is a solid number. I don't know where you get this 7 from. But cuz I it. mean, but the artists act like they don't have other shit, you know, tucked away. Yeah. Things that they just recorded they don't release to anybody. They act like they don't have all those songs. Yeah. But I guess teach song. Now, one thing that stood out to a lot of people on the internet is that Nas has a song called Cops. Yeah. Yeah, and um He's using the loop from Slick Rick's children's story. Um, the cop shot the kid. I still hear him scream that, which he could have used other loops because from his own catalog, but respect homage. I understand. Um, but Kanye actually puts in a verse when it sounds like he freestyled the verses. His verses to me lately sound real sloppy. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. And I, and I know I'm not the biggest Kanye fan, but I'm just saying they sound real sloppy. Um, he put in a verse and um, people on the internet are talking about the verse. Now, I'm not going to quote line for line because, frankly, I don't know it. Don't care about Kanye. Yeah, but um, it's interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting to see him go from, you know, this, this slavery choice to nail the cops are shooting kids. The, the, his, traject- his trajectory right now is really interesting. Um, and I, I want to see what Tiana is going to do because her album, I think, is next in the good music rollout. I think that's next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. If I was Nas, I wouldn't have let Kanye say anything on my fucking album. I definitely agree with that. But I well, think, that was my first question as to why he was even up there. Well, I think because he executive produced the album. I mean, I think he made every beat on the album. I think I haven't looked at the credits yet, but I think he did. And that's where it should have stopped. <laughs> so I, I guess that's the quid pro quo. 
Pun intended. I mean, he could have just thanked them, you know, when he won the award. Yeah, yeah, you, you peed that, right? Slid that right there. Slid that right there. I guess that was, you know, the favor for favor, the quid pro quo. You produce my whole album, and I give you a verse on my album. No, nah, I'm gonna cut you this I could have just thanked you. Yeah, like I could have cut you a check and then I could have just thanked you at the awards, fam. Like, oh, thanks to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but that, that's about it, fam. Uh, I mean, no, I cut the check, shut the fuck up on my album. I think, but I think the I'm funny thing, <laughs> the funny thing about Nas is what's, what's troubled him his whole career. One of the criticisms he had, he's had his whole career is that he, he's horrible at picking beats. I've long said, yeah. I've long said Nas suffers from the MC disease where he thinks he's so nice he can rap over anything. And he does that. He raps over anything. But sometimes you need somebody to pick the great beats. Mm-hmm. And while I can't say any of these beats are great, they definitely definitely set the, set the bed for music. You know what I mean? It's like it's like in the simplest terms, it's like a sandwich. Those beats are like the bread, and Nas comes in with with the 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 meat and the lettuce and things. Sam. I said the simplest terms. I said this. Because people look at me like, what, what, you know, Uncanation is listening like, yeah, whatever. I'm just simply saying that's how that's that's the marriage. The beats and the lyrics is a marriage. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the standout yeah, track. Everybody, is, everybody has always said that about Nas. Yeah. His, his beat selection is horrible. Some of his beats, I, I, I appreciate, though. I think they complemented the song that was going on like, Keep in mind, like he had "Hate Me Now," Nas is like, yeah, yeah. "Undying Love," like yes. some beats that he chose, or whether were given to him. I don't know what the exact process was. They complimented the song, but then some of them was just like, "Yeah, the joint with him and DMX." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Even though that was a, a rush song because he had to redo the whole album because a lot of them got leaked, but like, yeah, some of the beats is just like. Why? I mean, even if you look at Ether, the beat for Ether is not really that hard. No, 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 no. That's that's another. That was part of my argument. Anytime somebody brought up the whole beef with him and Jay, I was like, you can listen to the Takeover instrumental by itself, and that joint not. So you gonna nod your head, you gonna like it regardless. I said, if you ever listen to the Ether instrumental by itself, that shit. Uh. Yeah, that shit is terrible. <laughs> the ether stream yeah. was terrible. I have it. I have it. Like when it <laughs> when it went down, it was like, I right, yeah, I'm gonna go grab over these instrumentals and I'm gonna throw them in the freestyles, you know, when we were recording or whatever and that ether instrumental hit, yeah, everybody stops in the studio. Nobody <laughs> nobody approaches that at all. Mm. And that's the beat that killed Jay. And nobody can rap on it. But you know, it reminds me of, of some of Pac beats. You know, Pac beats are just distinctive to Pac. Like only he would rap on it as well. You know what, you know what the crazy part is? I felt the same way. Notice past that felt the same way until today. I end up coming across a cat in Richmond that rapped over the Temptations beat, the, the mm. Pac Temptation beat, and went in. I'll send you the link later. Yeah, send it, send me that link. I, I'll send you the link later. And it, it's crazy because I was, I had to like tip my hat to him in that regard. 
um, cat named uh, Big L. Harrison, a.k.a. Young Legend. Okay. He rapped over he rapped over the Pot Temptations joint. The first bar caught me because he was like, I'm a black man chilling in America. I'm like, okay. On that beat, with that, and then kept going. I was like, okay. But I'll send you the link. Yeah, shoot it over. We'll listen to it. Um, if you haven't heard the Nas album, once again, it's not seen. I knew there was a big issue with it getting uploaded. The album came out Friday. It wasn't uploaded until like late Friday night. Um, you know, most albums come out like really Thursday at midnight, Friday morning, whatever. This album didn't get uploaded to like seven at night um, for whatever reason. If you haven't heard it, do yourself a favor. Go listen to it. Great album. Um, we'll come back and revisit the album and talk more about it in detail but it's definitely a great album and I highly recommend it. And I, want, I understand I'm a Nas stan, but y'all go check it out. Now, as alluded to earlier, um, and you know what? I'm not even going to speak on I'm I'm going to let, I saw this on the on, in online, so I'm going to let this go. I'm going to let this off because this is funny. Jay-Z? Really, Jay-Z? You can't wait a week. You're going to just do it on tour, right? And bring your girl, and bring your girl too. You just, you just can't wait, right? Huh? Ethan still fucking with you. Jay, you my nigga. Jay, talk to me. What's wrong? You just get bored. You just gonna drop an album the same day the man uploads his shit. And what a coincidence. What a coincidence. I got an album too with my girlfriend and we on tour. We're gonna just drop it the same day. Jay, come on, Jay. Petty. <laughs> Jay. Ethan was Sorry. a long time ago, man. Y'all friends. I'm starting to think you don't like this man. <laughs> what, what he did to you? You and Beyonce jumping, y'all jumping niggas now? Y'all no. wrong. Y'all wrong. I love y'all, but y'all wrong. Come on. Come on, Jay. Come on, B. Come on. <laughs> the music. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Mr. Commodore Online. And yes, about, I was out with my kids, so forgive me. I was out with my kids yesterday, and we went to, no matter my way did we were out and i came home but i got the text that jay and beyonce dropped a surprise album called everything is love on title only um yesterday so if unless you're under a rock or just not internet savvy everything is love it came out on saturday afternoon um i've listened to the album once you know i like to give, give albums at least like three listens before i say anything about it uh the lead single um, ape shit is dope as fuck. That's really what the album encompasses. That that's a really a microcosm of the album. If I can talk some rap nerd shit for a second, uh, Beyonce is playing lead on this album. Like to me, the album feels like Beyonce featuring Jay Z. Doesn't feel like the Carters. You know what I'm saying? Like every song is really like Beyonce's song and Jay is just on it. Mm -hmm. That's how it feels. And I noticed on the internet, a lot of people are saying that Beyonce is spitting. She's rhyming. Yes, Beyonce rhymes on a lot of this album. She's actually rapping. But let's be honest. We know Jay wrote those bars. Yeah, don't be stupid, y'all. Jay wrote those bars. Um, one thing I will say, though, Jay at almost 50 years old is rapping better than a lot of these little young niggas out here. Jay is rapping his ass off. Like, some of the bars he uses, some of the metaphors, some of the 
Jay's rapping his ass off. And even Beyonce. I mean, she's saying some things that I wouldn't think Beyonce would say. But she's saying them very well. Very well. She's talking about thoughts giving her head in the car. Yeah, Beyonce said that. Yes. Huh? Yes. Beyonce I'm sorry, said, repeat that? Beyonce is talking about thoughts giving her head in the car. She said that line. That was a bar in Ape Shit. Yes. Well, that's probably because Oh, stop, stop. Beyonce, I'm trying to keep the petty in. Stop, stop. She's going in. She's spitting. I, yeah, I have to listen to it. I you have to listen to it. Ape Shit goes hard. I'll listen to half of that. Um, The video is up on uncutmagazine.net in case you haven't seen it. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, The way that I like how they're playing each other. But it reminds me of the conversation we had in this podcast. I want to say last week, a week before last, where I said, Jay reminds me of a guy who's gotten in trouble with his girl and has to do everything she says to get back in good graces. Gee, I don't know if you've been there. And unfortunately, I have been there. When you do something wrong with your girl and you do something really, really wrong. <laughs> and like for a while, she's, for lack of a better word, in the driver's seat. And you just have to kind of do what she says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you just kind of gotta deal with it. <laughs> that's if you like really fuck up, though. Yeah. And Look at Jay. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look at Jay through those eyes. Really you look at how he he said it the best way that it could be said. He almost went Eric Benet. <laughs> facts, facts. If you look at but, Jay through um, those eyes, you're like, yeah, I know exactly where he's at. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with that. Um, but like you said, I I know I, I'm I'm really I so get me out on this. I'm really wondering how much Jay helped her with the rap stuff because it's been a lot of over the years on her on her album albums of tinkering with raps. So I'm wondering how much of it Jay actually wrote or at this point did she have somebody else write for because she doesn't want it to sound like it came from Jay? Um, or if she might actually be pinning some of it and then you know, Jay just kind of revises it. That's a good question. That's, that's going to be a weird place. Like, if, you, if your wife writes a rap, then you're lying, cheating, son of a bitch. And yes. you got to go back in and be like, baby, you don't want to say son of a bitch. You just want to say bitch. Because we're going to bounce back on the beat. Yeah, I mean, but that's how, that's how it sounds. Like, Jay is really playing co-pilot in this album. Um... Yeah. But it, and like I said, I've been there before, and not saying I I fucked up as bad as Jay did, but <laughs> I've been in that situation where you fuck up, and your girl to do it to get your girl back in good graces, you gotta gotta let your girl run things for a while. And yeah, she gonna take this. She gonna peel the skin off your chicken. She gonna eat anything off your plate before you say you're graced. You gotta supersize certain meals. All that. Peel the skin <laughs> off your. That's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. Who doesn't eat the skin from the chicken? Your girl, when you mad at, <laughs> when she mad at you. Okay, <laughs> all right now. I'm that's telling you, one. I've definitely been there, and, and that's how I look at Jay. But but I think 
because some of the bars, some of the things she say on the album is like, yo, why are you saying that? She had she had a, a line um, when she's saying that. And I want to quote it perfectly. She's like, um, yeah, Jay, you almost fucked up and lost a good thing. And he's like, chill. She's like, no, nah, we telling the people the truth, right? Like, yo, you say, whoa, like, yo, <laughs> chill out, fam. <laughs> like, that's a lot. She's, uh, she's saying lines on this album that I don't think a couple of years ago, Jay would have let her say. Well, why do you think he's doing it now? Because he fucked up. Every man, when you go through that fuck up in a relationship, like I said, can't got your, can't got like your better half run it for a while. Because it yeah. just. Yeah, when you get to that point that you done. You done crossed a, a line and you trying to get back into good graces. Mm-hmm. And how long is that payback got to last? You gotta let them have it. That, you gotta let them have the reins for a little while. That's that's the question. Like like um, Ari just because said. Because anything you say is going to get twisted and turned into an argument. Exactly. Everything you say, everything you say and or do, is going to get twisted and turned into an argument. Or, or at worst, they gonna they gonna accuse you of being with that bitch. <laughs> like exactly. Jay, like I'm about to say, that's the even funnier part. That's the <sighs> even funnier part. When you when you step outside of yourself and you try to do more, mm-hmm. now it's oh, so you gonna so this is what you used to do for that bitch. Exactly. <laughs> really? Yes. Jay be like, Damn. yeah, I'm going to the studio with Blue. Are you going out with that bitch? Huh? You going to seek with that bitch? <laughs> like, I'm about to like say, yo, do, oh my gosh. Anything you do to step it up you doing for that bitch. Anything you doing to fall back, see, that's, that's how I knew you was with that bitch. Because you're doing this and that, that, that. Oh It's always God. with that bitch. Regardless of what you do, you with that bitch. Hmm. You're yes. in the bathroom too long. That's not every female, though. I'm telling you, because you never, you apparently <laughs> never been in that situation. <laughs> oh, so this, so this how you pissing that bitch out, huh? Exactly. And Jay, feel, Jay has feel, that look. You feel that comfortable look. You feel that comfortable at her house. So that's why you always in and out over here, huh? See, that's really? your problem. <laughs> you yeah. always in and I out mean, over you here, quoting these kind of well house. over there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying. Don't judge me, yeah. Oh, okay. Listen, listen, we've all, and like I said before, Ooh. I haven't fucked up to the extent of Jay's, but I have fucked up a lot. And um, I know that look. Jay has that look right now. And I pulled it up. That exact quote is B is like, you fucked up the first song, so we had to get remarried. <laughs> Jay is like, chill. She's like, we keep it real for these people, right? You lucky I ain't kill your ass. <laughs> B said, oh, it's on the album. Shit. It's on the album. She says that. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, she's talking shit. <laughs> yeah, boy. You know what? I'm going to say this. Because it's gonna ramp up her fans with her saying yeah. that. It's still fuck the beehive over here. Always <laughs> fuck the beehive. I'm trying to get the word out of without it. I mean, you it's already know. It's still fuck the beehive. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of nuts to say that. Yeah, she said, I'm telling you, she talks cash shit on this album. And even through the oh, video, wow. the ape shit video, like, she, like Jay is standing, he's positioned behind her, where she's rapping, and he's just like, "Yeah, you see my wife." Like, yeah, like it's it's in a way it's cool because he's comfortable enough in himself to be like, "Yeah, my wife got this," and she's going ape shit. 
Um, it's it's a it's a dope it's a dope statement. <laughs> it's a dope statement. But even with that being said, with all the shit Jay is in, and you know, I'm sure she, if she wanted to leave him, she would leave him. Let's be clear. I'm not. She's not just stuck there. So she's sticking it out too. Um, it's still dope that it, the album is called The Carters. It's not Beyonce and Jay Z. It's not Beyonce Knowles Carter. Her name is Beyonce Carter. The mm-hmm. album is under The Carters. So it's still showing that you, the album is called Everything is Love. Alright, so let's also get this clear. Okay. Because if nobody has picked up on it, they just created a whole new stream of, resin, uh, of revenue for their family. Just by naming the album that. Yes. That's a whole new stream of revenue because collectively they are now the Carters. Individually, it's still Beyonce, it's still Jay-Z. They are a whole new music entity as the Carters. Mm-hmm. Let's, get, let's, let's put that out there. That's a whole new stream of revenue for them. Similar to what um, Nas did with Destiny. His daughter. Destiny is listed as the executive producer. Yeah, he made her executive producer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's close. But they stepped it up a notch. Because keep in mind, Destiny gets money off of any time any of the songs get spent off of the album that she's executive producer for. She gets royalties off of that. What J&B did is they can get triple booked for a tour. They can get, Beyonce can get booked as herself. Jay can get booked as as himself. And then they can get booked collectively as the Carters now. Hmm. Yeah. And Beyonce talks about that. She has bars. It's really odd for me to say Beyonce has bars. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what it breaks down to. Um, Beyonce has bars where she's saying that my great, great grandchildren are rich. That's a lot of brown children on your Forbes list. Like, but Beyonce and, is saying this. And as much as it's still fucked to be half, she's right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like the move, that move, that move, keep in mind, Lemonade dropped top of Billboard. 444 dropped top of Billboard. And Jay even said it in the interview. Jay, Jay gave the, the prelude to their joint project because they asked him about his project in response to his wife's project. And he was like, we started working on a project together. That's how most of the music came about. He was like, but some songs, it just kind of went more her her direction. And I felt she should have put it on her album. That's where the Lemonade album came from. The Lemonade album and the 444 album came from the joint album that they were working on. Yeah, you can tell this. And some of Jay's bars, he gets really personal. Um, 
and I don't want to say personal, like he says what happens with them and between them, but it's just heartfelt lyrics. Like he has one set here where he says to all the good mothers that love. No, yeah, Bruh. yeah. To all the good girls that love hustlers, to all the mothers that put up with us, to all the babies that suffer cause us. We only know love because of y'all black queen. You rescued us. That's dope. That's the open letter joint, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's very personal. I mean, and Jay has these moments in his career. If you remember song cry and this can't be life and things of that nature where he gets personal when he gets, he leaves the flashy persona behind and just becomes a real person. And I think 444 was, was that. And it feels like this is where his career has gone at this point. Don't get me wrong. I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I honestly say, after 444, and what, I haven't heard it yet, and what I anticipate on the Carters, Jay probably doesn't even need to drop another project after this. I don't think he will. I don't think. After those, after those two. After those two projects, after 444 and Everything is Love, I don't think Jay needs to drop a, another project after this. Simply because anybody who's listened to hip-hop that listens to Jay, it, you literally have walked with him through his, his life since he's been in the music industry and prior to. And... The Lemonade album, the 444 album, and Everything is Love have given you an insight on how he is or how he's dealing with being married as a grown man. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't think he's going to not be a grown married man anymore. I think he he's gotten to a point where he he he's at where he's comfortable and satisfied and enjoys where he's at. You can kind of hear that in the music, like I like compare four forty four to in my lifetime. Oh. It's a big fucking difference, right? It's growth. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of it's a lot of fucking growth. You know what? And, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just gonna say. I think. I think we may have heard our last Jay Z album. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe one more, just because the proof was wrong. Because you know, Jay will. Jay will do That's that. That's not the last. Jay album. will do that. Jay Get will be like, oh, "Oh, y'all thought I was done, huh?" <laughs> That's exactly what he's gonna do. <laughs> and he'll start the song off like that too. Exactly. Exactly. This will be an asshole. And he'll go grab Swizzy with Tembo just cause. And, and it'll be the hardest album out. <laughs> it'll be the hardest album out. He ain't done. But I, I think I think just at this point, well, let me say this. If he's not done, there's no reason for another Jay-Z album at this point. Not right exactly. now. <clears throat> exactly. He has his time. I think it, 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 he's moved past the point of us expecting an album from him yearly or every two years. Like, if 
if Jay drops an album, it's like it's like an eclipse almost. Like it's 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 every blue moon type situation. No no shade to Wale, because I know how that. Some people are going to try to get that misconstrued. I, I, I got no shade. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. No shade to Wale on that. Um, I don't think there's really a reason for him to do another one at all. Truthfully, honestly, I think Jay serves is better with him not having an, his own album and just being quote unquote feature on another album. Like he's exactly at the, like. I don't want to say Jay can't carry his own album anymore, but I feel like it comes out better when it's somebody else. Think about even Watch the Throne. That was a great album, but it was Kanye. Kanye was the star of that album. Jay was just his backup. And it's kind of a similar, similar feel with this album where Beyonce, Beyonce is almost the first voice you hear on every track. It's only nine tracks on the album and at least six of them. Beyonce is the first thing you hear. Fuck the Beehive. So it's like a Beyonce dominated album. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a Beyonce dominated album. It's a Beyonce led album. Let's say that. Hmm. But I think, um. The way they're interacting and the way they're showing the world, if I hope black America follows these these trends and pick up on, you know, you can be a strong black man, support your black woman. She can be strong, too. And if you fuck up, you, you work through it. You don't just don't be like, oh, you fucked up. I'm out. Not just saying for you for you. Dummies out of there, they'll fuck up on your girl and be like, hey, Beyonce stayed with Jay. No, not at listen. all. But just saying, if a man is trying to fix it, then let him fix it. Listen, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sister. Talk, talk to him, sister. <laughs> you have so much ignorance out in this world right now. That's not going to happen. What they're going to do is they're going to be like, oh, well, she, you know what I'm saying? Like most of the songs are hers. She's overpowering him. So that's what I can do. I'm telling you, you're going to have girls thinking about it the wrong way. No, there, there's not a lot of smart women out here because if that was the case, we wouldn't have a lot of shit that's going on right now. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Like, you're going to have some women that's going to be like, oh, yes, and they're white. What is it? <clears throat> the little worshiping people thing she has? The, the little um, cult the, shit? The, the church? Right. Then, no. Like, no. Mm-mm. I mean, it's dope that they did a, you know, album together, though. Woman Tay was really dope, and I just I just saw this tweet going through my phone. Woman Tay was really dope about this album. Mm-hmm. Jay did Best Both Worlds with R. Kelly, right? Okay. Best Both Worlds with R. Kelly. Then he did Collision Course with Lincoln Park. Okay. Then he did Watch the Throne with Kanye. All right. Then, twenty one years since his debut album Reasonable Doubt, there's a joint album with his wife. Who else does that? I wish Nas would do the album with Khalees. Jay stay stay giving new new precedents. It's it's new precedents, new achievements. It's still fuck the beehive though. Like 
don't want any of the listeners to get that message. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to get a title here. So chill out. <laughs> all, all day, every day, it's still fucking behind. <laughs> it is. Always will be. But I will say this. I should have known the Jay-Z album was coming because Jay has a trend in his, in his career. Anytime Kanye does something, Jay drops an album really soon after that. Kanye drops an album, Jay drops it. Look at it, look at it for yourself, Uncut Nation. Whenever Ye drops an album, Jay drops an album pretty soon. Like nah, fuck that. Anytime Nas <laughs> yeah. drops something. Yeah, nah, yeah. I feel, you know Jay what? People were talking about Nas. Jay just fucked up all Nas first week numbers. Here's the crazy thing, though. People he talking about Nas. He fucked up all Nas all week numbers. People I don't talk, care what nobody say. People talking Jay, so much about Nas. Jay, Jay, Jay still bit about Ether. Clearly. Fuck, fuck, fuck what's going on, yo. Fuck what's going on. Were you Ether, nigga? That, yo, that's a whole different precedent. That nigga, at this point, he done brought his wife into the situation. Like you said, they, they jumping, they jumping niggas now. <laughs> they jumping niggas now. <laughs> they jumping, they jumping niggas. <laughs> That's a whole different degree of homicide right there. And hip-hop game is like, oh, all right, cool. You dropped a long-awaited album that supposedly has been done for two years. For two years. Soon as you drop it, boom, me and my wife dropping out. <laughs> God damn. We hate that nigga, yo. Now, his, 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 I was trying to reason with people online about this. Uh, it could be that what people don't know is Jay is Muslim. Ramadan did just end. Maybe he dropped his album at the end of Ramadan. That's possible. He's talking about Nas? No, what? Nas is Muslim too. That's right. I forgot about that. How can I forget about Nasir? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Good point. Hmm. Right. You hmm. made him quiet. That's a good point. I, I don't care what nobody say. Jay ain't never recovered from ether. But here's the thing. We <laughs> feel recovered from ether. We feel bad about Nas first week sales. But what about J Rock? <laughs> what about J <laughs> What about J Rock? His first week sales are in the trash right now. You talking about J Rock uh, with the Redemption album? Yeah, and J Rock you know is going on record to saying J Rock is my favorite member of TDE, including Kendrick. You know what the crazy part is? I was gonna get into that when we got to the West streaming, but we can go ahead and jump into that. Well, next. no, no, I just wanted to mention it real fast because everybody says Jay is killing Nas numbers. He killing J Rock numbers too. J Rock getting killed by Nas and Jay and Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the fucked up part is? What's that? CDE is the most consistent label right now. Without question. They, and, a lot of, and a lot of people don't know this. They feel like Kendrick is the, is the front runner of TDE. It was supposed to be J-Rock. Right. J-Rock got locked up. J-Rock got locked up and wasn't able to streamline or... or, or Headline better. Uh, the TDE movement. It fell on Kendrick. Kendrick did a great fucking job doing doing so in uh, J Rock's absence. Kendrick has 
more than one occasion attributed and given that to J-Rock. Like, that's my big brother. It's not my little brother, not my cousin, none of that. That's my big brother. This is, like, that whole TDE movement was supposed to be J-Rock shit. So the shit that bothers me is people don't listen to uh, J-Rock is phenomenal. J-Rock is spectacular. J-Rock is fucking pause. phenomenal. Don't get it fucked what? up. Kendrick is too. I need to pause that. It sounded real. Oh my God. Soul is too. Schoolboy is too. Scissor is too. I hope she get her voice back. I hope everything work out. Yeah, yeah. CDE? Yeah. Don't nobody want no smoke with him. Period. So. Period. So I tell you what, let's, let's continue on the rundown because we've been talking about Jay and talking, we've been talking about Jay and Nas. 20 years later, we're still talking about Jay and Nas. I, I love it. Hip hop. Good week, good week hey. hip hop. Shit lingers. Good week hip hop. I did want to mention. Open wound. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to mention um, Drake did drop the video for I'm Upset. <clears throat> Speaking of, I guess, grace. Do we even consider Drake a great anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, because he, I don't know. He got a body. He got a he got a body blow that hurt him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like push game that. Oh, what good time to the gut. And he can't do nothing. He can't do nothing. <clears throat> but, that's the shit that's so funny. They say it. It was like, yo, Pusha hit him with such a jab that he had to, he couldn't even respond to so He had to do a press release. Exactly, exactly. Then he had to release, <laughs> he had to release an article <laughs> in response. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, look, we're not going to rap no more. All the funny games is over. I need to explain. <laughs> like, yeah, this, this shit got real for a real quick second. Told my kids. Fuck all of that. Did you, that. Look, did you see the tweet from Push when he told um, Drake Happy Father's Day? I just peeped that. <laughs> like, I just I went to his Twitter I page and I was like, I yo, the fuck? Yo, that's a level of petty that only Virginia can do. <laughs> I was going to say the same shit. Yo. That is a level of petty that only Virginia will do. <laughs> well, well, you know why. Nobody else. Nobody else. Nobody else told Drake Happy Father's Day, but that nigga. I can't. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know why? Because apparently Drake had an interview with DJ Academics, where Axe said right. that apparently he's going to respond to to push on his album Scorpion. On his album, which is which is homo because, and I'm saying homo in a derogatory way, not derogatory about homosexuals but gotta clear it up for y'all um, oh my gosh uh, you know I don't want no problems yeah it's funny cause um I watched the interview with with Black Thought and <laughs> Evil in the Morning and they talked about they, at, at one point in, in the interview they brought it up was Black Thought paying attention to you know, the uh, Pusha T, Drake situation. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm definitely listening. Um, he was like, I'm just not a fan of it, you know, being that personal 
he was like, if we don't, if we don't beef, we're gonna beef about what we actually started to beef about. Like, it's gonna stay on that topic. But it's funny. that I've never seen, <laughs> I've never seen anybody do a press release <laughs> to end a battle. <laughs> I never thought I would see this. I didn't think I would see a lot of things in life. But you put out a press release to answer a battle. Why? Because he had nothing to we rap, rap about. <laughs> we rap over here. We rap. We rap. We rap. Hip hop is rap. Anything that needs to be explained, put it in bars. Put it in bars on a beat. You don't go, you don't go to your publicist, your marketing director, whoever. Put out a press release. Now hip hop. You get the fucking mic and you rap. Uh Period. So here's here's my thing. In in academics' interview with with Drake, well, we're hearing it secondhand because academics is recounting the entire interview. Drake's not there. He's if you go on academics' YouTube page. He's talking about the interview. He said that he's responding to certain things. I think I, I think it's just real whack that Jay Prince allegedly made push not respond, but then Drake is still going to respond. And actually, speaking of which, Push was on Drink Champs. Shout out to Nori, DF, um, DFN. Uh, and he talked about that. So let's have that clip. It's a real short clip, so bear with me. You know, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, like I said, those conversations were had, right. and uh, and they, and and those conversations were had without that soundbite. Okay, that, we'll, we'll know, all get it. No, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying, like, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, saying let's 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 let it, let's, let's let it be, but that. In particular, the phrase was not mentioned. Yeah, the okay, career or anything. Oh, that, yeah, yeah oh, that wasn't happening then. Oh. But um, you know, and uh, it was it was uh, it was to be left alone. So Period. you're saying it was a mutual ending of, of? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't any. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying this. I'm saying that you know there were things that were that were said during during the conversation between my management and mm-hmm. and him in particular. Jay Prince? Yeah. Okay. That uh it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't aggressive. It was Oh. Right. Yeah, it's short clip I apologize for that. But shout out to Nori and them. Um so basically to recap, Jay Prince apparently reached out to Push's management. Not Push. Push's management. Push just said that and said, Hey, y'all need to chill. Mm. I don't mm. like it. Who does that? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Who fucking does that? Who fucking does that? So it's gotten it's, it's gotten to the point that so much marketing and so much money is involved that 
they can't air out their grievances in in music. So hip hop is no longer controlled by the MCs who live it and are in it. It's now a I mean, it's been a business for many years, but I thought it was certain things that we still had a right to, that we were still able to own and, and, and utilize and cultivate within the culture. So you mean to tell me it's gotten to the point that and Uncut Nation, forgive me for phrasing it this way, but I'm pretty sure this is how they're looking at it. A lesser artist can get the best of a, a top five pop artist and potentially damage his career and all of their money to the point that somebody has to step in and say, no, nah, we're not going to continue with this. Too many people are involved, and it's not going to end well for 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 said artists. That all of the people are going to be affected. There's going to be a ripple effect. That they, they at some point in time, they're they're going to get hit with it. That's that's the point that we had in hip hop. Yeah, it's more of a business now. Too much money yeah. is involved where the art... All the, all the sponsorship and everything. Nah, fuck that. I don't care. I don't care what Jay Prince said. Drake should have put his pod... He should have put that song out. Exactly. But I, he should have put think, that song out. And we're not going to get back into the Drake, Jay, Drake and Push T beef because that's a whole show. Um, but I will say what I think and what, what these interviews have shown me is that the diss track alleged would be more problematic for Kanye than anything. And I think we talked yeah. about that because they keep, they keep saying it in Kanye and Pusha's career or and the other guy. So it's, it's directed at Kanye to me. It's like, that's the sound bite that keeps saying it's been bad for Kanye and, and, and him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like the focus is Kanye. But yeah, we can get pushed too, and and I I just don't. I, like I said, we we don't know this. But see, that's weak to me. Yeah, that's weak. You take aim at the person who puts you in their crosshairs. Like when Drake threw shot to Kanye, and pushed through shot at forty. I ain't pay attention to those bars and I ain't respect them. Neither one of them had anything to do with what was being said on the song. Yeah, it was moments where they're, I mean, I know those are the the go-to producers. But if if we going at it, I'm supposed to be in your crosshairs. Don't shoot around me. Don't shoot around me at all. Don't do that. Because if you shoot around me, then it's, it's creating a bigger problem for you. And man, you got problems, then 
you know, we airing it out, we going back and forth, woo, woo, woo. and I, even, even, even the way we roll with AGR, they ready to go. You just one, you just all. Exactly. But at the end of the day, until it's, until whoever's getting this tells you it's go time, you, you, you chill, you mute, you, you, you relax on that subject. So if somebody diss me, I already know Benny ready. I know Bill's ready. No sex ready. But it's, uh, nah, chill, I got him. We gonna go back and forth. And then you say anything outside of that, At that point, I can no longer ensure your safety. Because if you say anything that has to do with any one of them, and you're supposed to be going at me, I don't already ask them to let me, relax, let me get them. But now if you address any one of them personally, you have a problem with them personally. So now you got a problem with me and you got a problem with them. So whatever resources they decide to pull out is something different. That is not at my disposal. Yeah, we, You just escalated the situation to a point you can't control. What I, I think we need to... And I, I want. I hope this is just a ploy for sales. That's what. That's what I thought when I first heard this. That Drake was gonna respond to everything on his album. It's not just a ploy for sales. So we'll see what happens come June 29th or 25th or whenever Scorpion comes out. We don't really care. It comes out my birthday. 29th. Yes. June Thank 29th. You. Yes, Thank yes, you. Yes, out yes. there. Thank you. All right. Continue the rundown because we've been talking about a lot of stuff. We haven't even got through half the rundown yet. So we gotta get out of here really quick. Really quick. All right, that's my fault. <clears throat> um, stop it. Uh, Fifty had posted on Instagram um, that Lloyd Banks um, is leaving. Well, he's left G Unit Records. He's off G Unit. He's a free agent, independent. Um, and I guess he left on good terms because Fifty posted it and he said, "Go pick up his new mixtape." So I guess it's good terms. And we all know Fifty is super petty. So I'm sure if it was an issue, we would have known about it. This chick is so funny. I saw it. I thought Lloyd uh, had left G-Unit a while ago. Yeah, I didn't think it was G-Unit records anymore. Lloyd Banks, uh, last year, he dropped two mixtapes, and they were phenomenal. I thought he had been left G-Unit and was doing his own thing, which is why he was going in the way that he was going. Yeah, I didn't even think it was a G-Unit records anymore. But hey, shoot! Shout out to Lloyd Banks. Um, we'll look the hill, something new from you. I always, I always like Banks. I, I always have said he was a copy of Fab, but I've always been a Banks fan. So I'm all for that. Um, some the of the sad part is Fab has learned how to make a song. They're both witty, but Fab has learned how to make a song and translate that into music. Banks is just still all barred. Well, yeah, Banks is still young, too, so we'll... 
I mean, not really, so let me not give him that excuse. But he's young in his career. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I did want to say Summer Jam happened last week, week before last. Really don't care. I'm not a New York person, so. I think, don't look at me like that, Ari. Uh, the fuck? No, I'm just saying, because Summer Jam is like a big New York thing. I'm not okay. New York, so I don't really care about it. So why mention it then? Because at Summer Jam, um, one of the battles we've been waiting for for a while, Swiss Beats and Tim had their beat battle. Oh, and that happened there. It happened at Summer Jam. Okay, so you Which was care. horrible. It was horrible because it shouldn't have happened at Summer Jam. I think what? it should have happened in the same environment that Just Blaze and Swiss happened, like a room, you know, where you can actually absorb everything because it felt more like a, a performance piece instead of an actual beat battle. Okay. But um, yeah. that, that did it, happen. It was more, it, it was more for them playing for the crowd yeah. versus actually competing. It was more so staying relevant. Like, I'm going to play this beat, and y'all, like the artist that's on the beat, but understand. Because when Timbo, when Timbo first came out, he was like, a lot of y'all might not know who I am. Yeah, that, that was about to say. Um, Swiss had home field advantage. <laughs> they were yeah, and, and that's what Timbo said. He was like, I'm going to pull up on you and, at your home. He was like, but some of y'all might not know who I am, so I'm going to let y'all know. And he played songs to 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 introduce or remind people who he was. So like you said, the form that Blaze and Swift did it on was, it was all, it looked like it was all hip-hop heads. Like, it was just a covenant of people who appreciated music and already knew who both of them were. But like, I want to see how y'all get busy with y'all technique. I want to see how y'all present yourselves. I want to see how y'all go in and can still rock a crowd. It seems like it was that type of atmosphere. <laughs> From the, the Swiss and, and Timbo joint, it was just like, okay, it's a whole new young generation. We just gonna play beats and try to get the crowd hype for those who understand, those who know. Introduce ourselves to the people who don't. And we gonna go from there. Yeah, I mean, of course, I can be biased. Tim is from Virginia. We're in Virginia. All that good stuff. I just felt like it just wasn't the proper format for that. Um, but with that being said, just bringing up a good question. Who do you think, first off, known producers, because the only person that can probably do this is would be a known producer in a in a beat battle. Who do you think that could beat, could beat Swiss? A lot of people have said Premier, Primo, but I don't think Primo has the beats for a beat battle. Depending on the form for the beat battle, if it was like how Timbo and Swift set it up, Primo's going to lose terribly. It's not that it's a he doesn't do beats for that type of atmosphere. If you put Primo 
and Swift in a beat battle full of the crowd is just MCs, like niggas from that. Primo's gonna win every time. Exactly. So the, they have to keep that in mind. Like anytime a beat battle happens, you have to pay attention to the audience. Like the demographic is crucial. But like Swiss versus like Arab music. That's something I like to see because both of them charge the crowd. They they both energize the crowd with with the production that they did. Like, A-Rap music has, like, songs, excuse me, beats that are like, it's like rave music. Yeah. It's all about getting the crowd pumped up. But he also has beats that some of, some of the lyricists that I respect have rapped on. I feel he can go toe-to-toe with Swiss. Crucify me in the comments if you want. No, because Swiss has said that as well. He said he feels the only person that can mess with him is Arab. He says Arab is like his son. So, you're right there. Swiss has said that as well. So, let's continue on. Yes, Ari, I see you. Uh, I want to talk about this real fast. People think this is a big deal. and I know we're over our time, but... um. First, I want to preface this by saying Takashi 69, right? In the entire life of this podcast, we talked about this dude like twice, right? When I, and I, at the first time we talked about him was the beef episode. And when he was, when he was beefing with um, Jay Prince Jr. And at that point, I hadn't heard any music from Takashi. I just heard about him and some of his antics. Now he's allegedly, well, no, he didn't let you, it was a bit video he took out Chief Keith's baby mom one of his baby moms shopping to the Gucci store and he was feeling all up but under her shirt and everything and people were like oh this is so crazy wow wow this is crazy shit ever um let me just say to, to a lot of dudes baby mama doesn't hold a place like that take my baby mama out if you want to I don't care <laughs> it doesn't bother me Go ahead. Don't give, don't give two fucks away. Yeah. That's people thinking this is like a, a low, like when when Fifty took out Rick Ross' baby mom. I guess that meant something to Ross because it was his baby mom. People said that's his baby mom, but I guess they still had something going on. But Chief Keep has himself laughed at this. He's like, I don't care. That baby mom title doesn't mean anything. If you was really that good, you'd be a wife. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. So relax to that i just i don't i don't think the intended i'm already not with you for a reason yeah Yeah. (laughs) i'm already not with you for a reason so any other man that decides to pick you up after the fact 
Good luck to him. <laughs> I don't see why people don't get that. Like that, it does not concern me. It does not. It does. It doesn't rub me the wrong way. It does not get under my skin. Please take out my baby mom. At that point, I'm, I'm more so looking at it. Oh, you took you on a shopping spree, so you ain't have to pay, spend no money. Exactly. So you can spend, you can send whatever you owe this way. <laughs> exactly. Like, like we don't care. Why am I mad? Why would anybody? Why would any man be mad? Like we legit don't care. And trust me, from someone who has two kids for my baby mom. I don't care. <laughs> I don't even talk to my baby mom anymore. My kids are old enough where I can talk to them directly. And actually, I have my kids. So, what's the point? <laughs> so Exactly. I, ha- I have mine as well. So. Yeah, so take her how you want to. It's fine with me. Go ahead. Go ahead and take my baby mom. <laughs> Please, take her off my head. <laughs> you can add it to the collection too. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, sir, happy Father's Day to you. And to you again as well. Thank you. Uh, what else? Um, quick tour announcements. The only reason I wanted to mention it because everybody's going on tours in summertime. Uh, Playboy Cardi's going on tour. Jeremiah and Tiana Taylor going on tour, which I think would be a dope tour. And the funny tour I think is going to happen is the Future and Nicki Minaj tour. And the reason I said it's funny. Yeah, that, thing, that shit seems awkward as hell. Exactly. The fan bases are two completely different fan bases. Future's fan bases is like most of the part thugs quote unquote and Nikki's is kind of what's a good way to say this or you say it for me so I won't say it so I'm like I'm in trouble hmm. how would you, you describe know what the funny part is go ahead I'm gonna say this is to say Nikki that's my stance on the matter <laughs> it's more so it's more so for Nikki's benefit than futures oh yeah Without question. So Ari, how would you describe Nicki Minaj's fan base? No. <laughs> what do you mean no? It's not a no question. <laughs> not a no question. <laughs> no. How would you describe? No. What? No, what? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. Okay, ask me again. I'm sorry, my bad. Ask me again. <laughs> How would you describe Nicki Minaj's fan base? I can't. I can't do that. Most, of, most. See, I, I was hoping you would say it so it take the pressure off me because you know it's going to. I mean, how about you say it and then I rephrase it? Well, no, because I, I don't say a bunch of gay people. Oh. But that's really like a bunch of gay guys. Oh, okay. But, you know, so let's that, not say that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm um, getting trouble. So. <laughs> A large part of the LGBTQ community. There we go. That, that now sound, continue. There you go. Thank you for editing that. Oh, for <laughs> right. It's like let's not say that. No. 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 <laughs> the words and opinion of Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, a, a large part of the LGBTQ community. Yeah, that part. That so part. I don't think her fan base and future fan base is going to mix well. So I want to see what happens. That's going to be interesting. Very much so. So, without further ado, let's see. Also, I just hold on before we get to this. I just realized something. I just, re- I just, re- and I'm reading my Twitter as we go on through the show. Did Jay Z and Beyonce just drop the trilogy on us? Think about it. Lemonade, yep. 444. Lemonade, 444, and everything is love. The Carter trilogy. 
Yep. Like, look, Lene, she mad at me. 444. I messed up, but I'm good. I'm, I'm working on it. Everything is love. We back together again. You heard it three times of a story. Exactly. Exactly. I'm true. It's true. They're true. The Carter Trilogy. I promise you. All right. So with that being said, G, go ahead and tell us what's streaming this week for you. Well, y'all already know what's two of what's streaming. The number one that's streaming is going to be Nas. I refuse to let JMV fuck up Nas' first week numbers. <laughs> I feel some type of way about that. I, I kind of took that a little personal. <laughs> I think Nas does too. <laughs> I, I took that shit a little personal. I'm like, damn, man, it can't. But, so, Nas is definitely streaming this week. Eventually, the Carters will stream this week. I got a fresher PH project going here. Yeah, I saw that. That sounds good. Yeah, Jacquees 4275. Mike Shinoda, post-traumatic. Definitely got J-Rock Project streaming this week. Make sure Redemption. you catch that, J-Rock. Shit, that, that honestly should have been mentioned a lot higher because between Nas, J-Rock, and the Carters, those are going to be the, most, the, the three that I stream the most. Coming in at number four with that is going to be Nikki. Nikki Stack dropped a new project called the the New Museum. Okay. We have Patrick Page, the second letter of uh, letter of irrelevant. Never heard him before. Just actually liked the title and his artwork was dope. So I take a chance on him. Okay. Okay. Uh. Lou Vall, Lonely in Paradise, same situation. Never heard of him. Like the Albert, going to take a chance on him. The shit that's going to throw everybody off their rockers, though. I got Chris, Christina Aguilera streaming this week, too. What? Huh? What, what the hell? <laughs> exactly. Come on, bro. What? <sighs> yeah. Christina Aguilera dropped a new project called Liberation. I saw the cover for that. What's her her naked face, no makeup or nothing, right? Yep. I'm streaming that this week. The thing that I fuck with about Christina Aguilera is after they stopped, I think she got to the point of stop being a pawn with the whole the the whole competitive situation with her and Britney. And she just started doing her own music. I enjoyed the type of artist and person that she came off to be. It seemed a lot more genuine, a lot more honest. And she always could sing her ass, I don't care if she was doing pop music or whatever. She 
the Castle Walls joint that she did with T.I. was phenomenal. So yeah, Christina Aguilera was streaming this week too. <laughs> okay. Mm, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't just stream hip hop. I stream music. Yeah. The words of G Lie. I mean, hey, we're all for music. Um, I'm all for music. Yeah, just not that music. All right, so <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for what's streaming this week, G. Now, so in, in, in like two weeks, <clears throat> and one of her songs is top of the chart, and we got to talk about it. Uh, here we go. Don't say I ain't tell you. Look, she gonna she gonna shout you out on the next album. G. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for G for listening to my album. Oh shit. That, that's my Christina Aguilera for you. I can't. Album. No, it's it's not working, fam. <laughs> All right, so Ari. Yes. What song do you have for us this week? Well, of course I have to bring it back, Tiffany Goucher. Young Tiffany. Shout out to Tiffany Goucher. So we're gonna play on the up. Today, 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 today. Well, it's, it's not called on the up today. I'm sorry. It's called on the up. So, Anka Nation, is, this is Tiffany Goucher with On the Up here on Uncut Radio. Catch this wave, oh boy, I'm in full throttle up in the I just wanna hear different shades to be summer Before I take over the world and tell my baby I love her On the up, on the up, on the up, yeah, it's about to get crazy So I fall to my knees and I pray, wait, mama, raise me On the up, on the up, on the up on the up, on the up, on the up. On the up, on the up, on the up. On the up, on the up, on the up. On the up, on the up, on the up. On the up, on the up, on the up. On the up, on the up, on the up. On the up, on the up, on the up. Ain't taking no days off. Rolling around like we bossing. Hanging with some things that maybe later we can get lost in. Don't listen to what they're talking. They only want to slow you down. So when I get back in town, I just spend it from Paris.
That was Tiffany Goucher on the up here on Uncut Radio. Thank you once again for <laughs> thank you once again, Ari, for the song of the week. If you have a song that you would like for us to feature, whether it be your own song or one of your favorite songs you just want the Uncanation to know about, please send us an email at wordswithwade at gmail.com. Make sure you put Ari in the subject so we make sure he will listen to you and won't put you in the trash because we get a lot of spam. And that happens a lot, which is why y'all haven't heard y'all music yet. Yeah, so Fine. make sure you send words with Wade at gmail.com. Um, before we get out of here, a couple of Lucy's want to talk about. Um, IHOP. IHOP. Yeah, that place. Uh, first off, if you know <laughs> rock, okay, IHOP had this whole advertising thing for last whatever where they were changing their p to a b mm-hmm. they flipped the six up the upside down it's a nine now i'm done goodbye <laughs> that is not what it was so i thought they need to just, they need to just keep serving pancakes here's the thing when they said it was with the b i thought it was gonna be the international house of breakfast, breakfast of course but that made sense they serve yeah, more course. than just like pancakes like french toast you know mm-hmm. that's because i love french toast but there's a point like, how many people have had an IHOP burger? Like, I have a rule about going out in places like that and getting burgers. Like, if I want a burger, I go to a burger joint. Exactly. I don't want to go to IHOP for a burger. And They're talking I- about some, they have varieties of burgers, and that's the reason why they want to expand. But, bro, nobody eats your burgers. Yeah. And, first off, I don't eat beef anyway. Exactly. So, I really don't eat burgers. Stay in your lane, fam. Stay in your lane. Exactly. You're about to lose a whole bunch of money trying to swerve in another lane because then everybody you was know, like yo what you doing with the pancakes you know, the pancakes my nigga <laughs> <laughs> but they you said that they're keeping the pancakes yeah to the pancakes i think this is just a temporary thing whereas it's still ihop but just for right now to promote their burgers they're going with the b matter of fact i think i will it's, it's not a temporary yeah. thing I, I read an article they've been serving burgers for years well, I guess I'm going to get some IHOP. They're trying to push the, the fact that they have burgers the and other food besides pancakes. That's crazy. They don't mm-hmm. want, they're trying to get out of the stigmatism of just being a, a breakfast restaurant. They want to come more into the light because, you know, Late nights, late nights, early mornings, people go to IHOP. But you don't see Waffle House showcasing their lunch. And my my daughter, my oldest, just took me to um, Denny's for breakfast, you know, Father's Day breakfast. Yeah. We went to Denny's. We didn't go yeah. to Denny's. That's an IHOP, like across the street. <laughs> agreed. It's three, it's three established breakfast places. Waffle House, IHOP, and Denny's. Those are three established breakfast Jeez. places. When I want breakfast, I'm going to one of those three places when I'm going out. I have a thing about breakfast. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, You're going to have that. to go ahead and put Cracker Barrel in there. Forget y'all. Nah, nah. Man, forget racist. y'all. I don't fuck with Cracker Barrel like oh that. Oh, my I god! Like, I never liked their name. Exactly. I can care less about their name. I like the hash browns. I don't even got to eat in there. Just to go, please. Thank you. I never even like their name to eat too much shit on their menu. Uh, too bad. Hash browns are the shit. I'm pretty sure they got good food. I just feel some type of way about their name. Exactly. Yeah. I'll say this. Um, uh, when I go for breakfast, I like going nobody, to... Nobody, none of us, none of us, it's, it's three of us 
right now on this podcast. I promise you, none of us is going to IHOP, Denny's, or Waffle House when we say, yo, I want a burger or I want a good steak. None of us is considering either of those things. The steak part, I might have to say IHOP. You might have to just disagree with me on that I one because I like country fried steak. I got a steak from Waffle House. I've had country fried steak and that's still included. On, on, on some steak and eggs from them mm. when I went for breakfast. Well, nah, you can't speak for all of us. There, it, nah. it, ain't about nah. to be it ain't about to be between 6 and 9.30 in the evening and I'll be like, yo, I want a good dinner and I'm going to go, I'm considering one of those three places. I'm not. All that booty. And I think that I, I think that's the whole issue with why IHOP is trying to rebrand themselves. But my whole thing is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You still get money. You're one of the top breakfast chains in the world. Mm. And you want to try to encroach on the burger circuit. So you want to bring yourself down to McDonald's and Burger King and try to compete with them. You're not going to win. <laughs> You're not going to win. I have this thing. When I go for breakfast, I try to go to like local local establishments because they always give you like extra food because they're small. Like I went to when I went to Richmond recently to get the car, um, my, my brother, shout out to Jamal Lloyd, took me to this place that I've never even heard of. But that, that French toast was awesome. I can't even tell you what the name is, but they're friends. It's like a little diner, a little that's what you call it, a little diners, little mom and pop diners. They're like the best. <laughs> yeah, I about to say, in the parts unknown that I'm at, the mom and pop diners are fucking phenomenal. Facts. They are fucking phenomenal. Um. Well then. Any other Lucy's? That's it. That's nah, it? we ain't got nothing. Okay. Um so episode 80. Uh that's it. Um y'all want to give y'all um go ahead and just I ain't giving out nothing. If they ain't following me now, they ain't following me ever. We ain't got time to be giving out social media. They don't even try to go look. (laughs) They they go. My views haven't even gone up. Like, nah. Anyway, listen. Make sure you follow the podcast, Words with Wade, on all social media platforms. Once again, leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you do, we will read your review online. You follow us on the Words of Wade um, Instagram. Um, if you take a picture of us, take a picture of yourself listening to the podcast, we will retweet and follow you. Um, I have something special coming up real soon for just Instagram listeners. Um I think that's it. Of course, y'all know who I am. I am the... Your host. Host with the most. The most. Wade Blogs. Um, <coughs> spell it True like it is. T-H-E-W-A-D-E-B-L-O-G-G-S. Just once don't try again. to look them up by Trilla. Yeah, don't do that. Because you're not going to find them. But once again, I never go broke because my name got two Gs. Stop. Um, follow me on all social media platforms. Follow Ari at Dipped. H-O-N-3-Y underscore D-I-P-P-3-D. Ugh. And we'll get on her Twitter one day. <laughs> About that. One day we'll fix her Twitter. Follow G. You did say you was pregnant. 
I said every week now. <laughs> it's right there. Uh, follow G at underscore G underscore L I and AGR and all the things that they do. Make sure you support AGR to the fullest. They don't need to follow. They not gonna follow me. Follow G. Y'all heard me. Not gonna follow me. Um, and also I would be remiss if I didn't mention yesterday okay. was the 47th birthday of the greatest rapper of all time, Machiavelli. Um, the Patriot State of Thugs, the Patriot State of um, the Ghetto, Tupac Amaro Shakur. See, see, great greatness was born you during the month of June. Can you June. imagine Pac still rapping in 42? 47. And Jay's doing it. So why not? But I think Pac at this point would probably be like a, a senator somewhere. Probably you be heard that on the low. He just correct. I'm, look, I'm gonna skip over that. He's just like Stop. 47. Like hey, hey, we, <laughs> they just came out of the pocket with the birthday, Jay, bro. Different situation. It'll be a whole different situation. Yeah, yeah. Pop, still, who, who agrees with it or disagrees with it? If Pop was still if here, Pop, Pop would be still different. alive and rapping. Jay would not be rapping. That's or Jay wouldn't be Jay. If Pop was still here, Jay wouldn't be Jay. He, he wouldn't be the undisputed king. He would have stopped rapping after reasonable doubt. Possibly, yeah, that's very true. We can say that for another show. Make sure y'all show y'all respect to Tupac by you know tweeting or Instagramming. Um, happy birthday, Pop! Uh, Greatness is born in June. Happy birthday to me in a couple weeks. In the summer, um, <laughs> in the summer, July. Hater. We're, we're all summer babies here. But June, you know. Well, the president was born in July, so I mean, the first black president. Okay. That's a big deal. I mean, let's count pop. But you know. We're counting pop. Oh, we're counting pop. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's enough. <laughs> Words away, episode 80. Um, As always. As always. As always. You may agree with what we say. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with what we say. Okay. Okay. One thing you can agree with. We keep it uncut. Uncut. All right. Until next time, we catch you on the internet. Chia, 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 chia. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.